Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient 18s in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton here. You have to excuse me for my voice today. Um, as many of you know, if you live in the Upper Northeast, where the Ivy Leagues are, this is how you sound <laughs> in December if you have kids. It, it doesn't hurt as bad as it sounds, but we're going to try to get through the, t- the, the show here. Um, it's just uh, it's just a nasty head cold, so it's not so bad, but we're going to try to get through the show. Guys, go check me out at TomBartonSports.com, TomBartonSports over on Twitter, TomBartonSports over on YouTube, and if you want to write me, it's TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Well, guys, look, we had a, a really interesting week in the Ivy League basketball spectrum here um, with a couple of, of games where I'm noticing that the public is giving absolutely no credit whatsoever to the Ivy Leagues. And we'll get into that. Uh, they should. I think we had some eye-opening games, specifically the game that went off on Saturday, which I'll dive into. And we have some eye-opening games coming up that could really favor the Ivy Leagues. No one's talking about the Ivy Leagues. Uh, seemingly every year, we get it. But this year, it feels like, to me, it feels like the disrespect is even worse. It, it really does. It feels like the disrespect um, has hit in crazy levels. Now, if you're a sports better or somebody like that, and you're taking advantage. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you love the disrespect. But let's go back. So the last time we spoke, uh, there was no games on Thursday, so no big deal. Friday, Fairleigh Dickinson went on the road and beat Columbia. Bad look for the Ivies. Uh, Columbia was not a team that was supposed to be competitive, but they, they had a pretty decent record. They won 76-73. Columbia's problem here, uh, I mean, yeah, it was an overtime game, so they did play competitively, uh, but their problem was they're just not able to defend. I, I mean, you know, you can't let up. I know it's overtime, but you can't even let up 68 points and, and be this Columbia offense and expect to win games. Dartmouth went on the road. This was a terrible look. So it was a bad day for the Ivies, right? Terrible look for Dartmouth. Uh, they go out and they lose 59-50. to 50 against Central Connecticut. At that point, Central Connecticut was 0-9. So it was a bad day for the Ivies all along. We understand that. Going into Saturday, though, good day for the Ivies. Overall, very good day for the Ivies. Now, let's set it up. First, Princeton beat up on Monmouth. <clears throat> Monmouth has had a terrible year, right? They, they were 1-9 coming in. But it's not that you win. Sometimes it's how you win. Princeton manhandled them, scored 91 points, won 91 to 54. That's the kind of showing that we want to see from a, a Princeton team that you look at and you go, wow, okay, can they lead the Ivies? Can they beat that dominating team in the Ivies? Well, an 8-2 and two overall and beating down teams that they're supposed to beat down, yeah, they look like they're the standout team. And they should be, right? But you like to see beatdowns like this. You like to see utter destruction of teams that are just worse than you. Pennsylvania beat up on Temple. Here's a game where, look, nobody gave Penn the a, 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 a fair respect, we'll say. I thought Penn was going to win the game. 
Okay, I thought it would be a close game. They won this game by 20. Now, we talked about the betters out there. The, the Vegas line was one and a half. Temple oh, gets a little bit more credit than they should, but this was on the road. Listen, this is, this is a Penn team that at home has looked good. Jordan Dingle had 30 points, and they won this game by 20. Start paying attention to Penn, who before the year we thought, okay, could be competitive, got off to a rough start. They're under 500, and now all of a sudden, this showing against Temple, I think, gives Penn, the Quakers, and the Ivy League a little bit of enthusiasm. Okay. Now, Brown was not going to beat Michigan State. Uh, let's be honest. They weren't going to East Lansing. They were not going to East Lansing and beating Tom Izzo. Okay, let, let's just throw that away. But they played relatively competitively. They lost 68-50. to 50. You tell me that 18 points is a blowout. Okay. But they, they, they got blown out in the first half. They, they scored 18 points in, this, in the first half. Second half, they lost by four. Okay, so I know the game was out of hand. I get it. But Brown played competitively. They didn't get humiliated in this game. Think about it. Monmouth lost by more, and Temple lost by more than what Brown lost to Tom Izzo and East Lansing. <coughs> I mean, are we kidding? That's what we're looking at here. So I think Brown put on a decent showing. Still a loss. I get it. I think they put on a decent showing. And then we have Kentucky against Yale. This was the game to put Yale on the map. It's funny, I was talking to Rob Mish, and we, we often throw around point spreads and numbers, and he was doing his, his analysis before the Lions came out, and he asked me, what do you think about Yale? And I said, look, I think that they're going to open up this line at about 15 or so. I said, and I kind of like Yale at 15. He said, I think they might open it at like 18. It wound up opening up at about 14 and went off at about 16. Hey, they covered. And they were in this game the whole way, right? I mean, it's a 10-point loss. But they were in this game the whole way. Coming out of the locker room, you expected Kentucky, you know, in Lexington, at the Rupp Arena, to absolutely own them. Look, Kentucky's number 16 in the country. You could argue that Kentucky's going to be in the Final Four. I have. I thought Kentucky was going to be a great team this year. Yale stood toe-to-toe with them and said, We'll take your best shot, and we'll compete with you. They were only down six going into the half, and they only lost by four going into the second half. It's a 10-point loss. I get it. Double-digit loss. I get it. The reality is, look at this. Hold on. Yale played with Kentucky. I think that says a lot about the Ivy League. I think that, that the Ivy Leagues are forcing people to start to respect them now. Uh, we go into the week now. Monday, Columbia came back and beat Lafayette. Okay, you had to do it. I know it's on the road. Right? So, but you had to do it. Uh, you had to win that game. Columbia just can't generate any offense. 57-45, good defensive effort. Okay, but it is 1-11 Lafayette. Let's not get crazy. <clears throat> and then in the game, here is where the disrespect comes in for the Ivy League. And the disrespect comes in, it's the entire league. It's not just Yale, guys. Okay, it's the entire league. Yale took on Fairfield. After what they showed in Kentucky on Saturday, they were still on the road here against Fairfield. They were only a five-point favorite. They won this game 77-64 without a problem. Now, they were down at the half, 53 second-half points. Yale has opened people's eyes. The public has to start to take notice of who this Yale team is. They have to. On Tuesday, Iona beat Princeton. Iona's a good team. And Iona, it was in... You know, at the Hardwood Arena in New Jersey on their home turf. They played well. 
Princeton was right there. Six-point loss. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a bad loss at all. Iona's a good team. 7-3 or 7-2 on the year. Okay, that's a good team. Dartmouth loses to Boston University. BU is a pretty good team this year as well. They lose that one by eight. So they're playing competitive basketball. And I think Yale is making people open up their eyes. Now we go into this week, and let's take a preview. There's not going to be any games on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, there's not going to be any games um, uh, you know, uh, to speak of. Friday, we get Princeton-Delaware. Now, <clears throat> Delaware has normally been a team that people look at and say, okay, that could be a competitive team. Not this year necessarily, but they're not bad. Look, they're 6-4. and four. But I don't think Princeton's going to garner any respect here. What Princeton needs to continue to do is beat down the teams they're supposed to beat. If they're supposed to beat you, and in this game you're supposed to beat Delaware, if you're going to beat them, you got to beat them big time and beat them down. And Princeton's done a good job of that, okay? I, I, again, I know they're coming off of a loss to Iona, but you had an 11-point uh, win against Lafayette. you got to beat that team. You destroyed Monmouth, okay? You won by Drexel by 20. You destroyed a Division One team, okay? Um, Army was an eight-point win. Uh, you're getting uh, into earlier in the season. UMBC, they won by 30. Continue to beat these teams down that you're supposed to beat. So not only do I want Princeton to win on Friday, I want them to destroy Delaware to give some notice here. I think Dartmouth is in some trouble against South Florida. It's a road game. South Florida's not very good, okay? Uh, they, they've only got four wins on the year, but they have won four of their last five games. And in four of the last five games, uh, you know, they, they've won 72 or more points. I don't think that Dartmouth is going to be able to generate the offense to keep up here. So that's a tough road tilt on Friday for Dartmouth. We go into Saturday. <clears throat> There's only one uh, Ivy League game this Saturday, which is a shame. Uh, Cornell against Syracuse. Cornell's got a nice sparkling 7-2 and two record. Cornell could open up people's eyes. I know Syracuse isn't what they once were, okay? But Syracuse is still a top program. And you look at Cornell and you go, They've only lost two games this year. They lost the first game of the season against Boston College. I told you guys I thought they were going to win that game. Against Boston College in uh, Chestnut Hill, they lost by two points. And then they just lost an absolute shootout to Miami, and they lost that game by two points. So if you go into Syracuse here, and you can play the style of basketball that you want to play, which is fast-paced, you know, put up the points, that's what Syracuse wants to play, too. Syracuse has scored 86, 83, 95. Those are three games back-to-back wins. Syracuse, in their wins, have scored 70 more, or 74 or more points every time, and they scored 90 or more in two of their wins, 80 or more in four of their wins, four of their seven wins. So their problem is, uh, you know, obviously a little bit of defensive deficiencies, but Cornell wants that. Cornell wants to run with them. I think Cornell, in a high-scoring game, can hang with them. If the pace was a slower pace game, I would be concerned. But in a high-scoring, fast pace, let's go up and down the court. I think Cornell can hang with, with Syracuse. Call me crazy. Howard, Harvard. Harvard's got to win this game. I, I know it's not a layup. Um, I, I'm looking at this Harvard team. I'm waiting for them to kind of turn the corner. The UMass game let me down a little bit. And I didn't love what they did against Tufts. I mean, it's a win. A win is a win. But they've lost a few games here that I, I don't think that they should have lost. Now it's a Howard team. Howard comes in. Look, they are 5-8. Uh, and eight. They're under uh, 500. They have lost four of the last five. 
They got absolutely humiliated by Yale. Okay, Yale beat them by 46. That's the kind of showing you need. If, if you're Harvard and you're comparing yourself to the other teams in the Ivy League, then you got to go out there and do that. You don't have to beat them by 40, but don't don't make you sweat this game. This has got to be a 10.4 or more win, at least. Later on in the week, Harvard then goes to California. They take on UC Irvine. That's going to be a tough game. Irvine is a real good team. They are 7-3. and three. Now, Harvard's going to be on the road. Obviously, that's a tough place to play. This is also an Irvine team that played within three points to a top 25 team in San Diego State on the road. They've also beat a top 25 team in Oregon already this year. Okay? That's a tough game for Harvard. But if you win that game, if Harvard's able to beat Howard and then come back and beat Irvine, here we go. Once again, gain respect for the conference. Gain respect for Harvard. Cornell takes on Lehigh. Lehigh's a a 4-4 team. Not really a respect game, but it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back, either the win against Syracuse or the loss against Syracuse. It doesn't matter. How are they going to bounce back for the next game and keep their head in it? Well, it is at home, so that helps. It's in Ithaca. That helps. Dartmouth against UMass. I think it's a mismatch. I don't think Dartmouth is going to be able to keep up with UMass. Unfortunately, that's one of those games that you look at and you go, it's just not going to be, they're not going to have enough firepower for that one. And then on Wednesday, we finish it all off with Brown, New Hampshire. Brown can win this game. I, I don't think that it's a game that is they're incapable of winning. I think Brown can absolutely win that game. Um, but I, I do see a couple of real interesting games on the schedule. Harvard against UC Irvine will give the Ivy League plenty of credit. And obviously, Cornell against uh, Syracuse is a huge one. But don't forget, the Yales and the Princetons of the world, they've got to go out and they've got to win games that are in front of them and win them big. You want this conference to gain recognition. You gotta win games, you gotta win them big. It's a great job by Princeton this week. Good job by Yale. Hanging with Kentucky was awesome. But the bounce back against Fairfield, that's what we want to see in the Ivy League. All right, guys, I'm gonna cut it short here. Obviously, you can hear it in my voice. I will be back next week. Go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Uh, make sure you support me, Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube as well. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.